Hi, everybody. I'm John. And I'm Ann. And this is John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast. Okay. Uh, we can play a lot of instruments. Yeah, we did a lot there. Yeah. Um, hi, everybody. This is John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast. We're back. We were gone. We were gone for a while. For a little, you can tell how long we were gone by how long my hair is. I bet if you watch the old video and then you watch this video, it's like, whoa, her whoa, hair what is happened? She's wearing a wig. Tore our triceps right off the bone. That is what we're we out. did. We we all we tore all of our triceps right off the bone in solidarity. All four of them. <laughs> it only took us like. Three weeks to recover. Yeah, yeah. No surgery. Weird. Yeah. Can't feel my fingers, but... Uh, funny how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the big news this week that we're going to spend this whole time talking about pretty much, we'll talk about other things too, Yeah, is our friend Phil. One Bill Phil. One Bill Phil. Pepsi Phil. Pepsi Phil. He said Phil. we could call him that. He said we could call him that. Definitely want to respect his wishes. I, th- I feel like there's another nickname going around the internet right now. It's called Dirtbag Phil, but I, he, he didn't comment on that. Was that a? Would you saw that somewhere? Yeah, people have been calling him that everywhere. Wow, that's his thing. Like on YouTube and stuff, if people are mad at him, they'll be like Dirtbag Phil, and you're like, ooh. Um, no, but he came back to Collision last. Well, this past weekend, and uh, he. Made his big return. This is CM Punk, by the way, just to be fully candid. Uh, oh, that'll be in the about? title of the video. Okay, yeah. Okay, people great. So I don't know. I don't uh, want to expect people to read. That's probably fair. Yeah. Um, but he came back to Collision mm-hmm. after making his. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's his long-awaited, his long, uh, rumored, his, his long, long rumored, wondered about, couple weeks waited, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, return. Um, the pretense of that return being that he was just mm-hmm. out for an injury for 10 months. Yeah. So and yeah, go ahead. If you just watched the show and I think you might've talked about this in your, in your article that you wrote about this um, and Victoria Clark and Fulcher. Um, but so if you just watch AEW and you like casually or whatever, and you don't consume like, stuff on the internet and you spend, even if you don't watch like the media scrums you just watch dynamite rampage pay-per-views you would be like what happened to cm punk he just was the champion and then he disappeared and then they announced after he after he Almost, defended the championship they they were like oh it's t- titles vacated yeah and then they don't talk about him for almost a full year until they start airing video packages for his return to come back from this injury um as though he was just out mind with an you injury. this is the experience of someone who doesn't google or read Sports yeah. Illustrated or anything. Yeah, um, or even watch AEW's YouTube channel at all. Yeah, because the Scrum was part of AEW programming. Or it's, listen it's to our or or listen to our podcast, which is insulting to me that you're this is your first episode listening. To the it's podcast. pretty. If, if this is your first episode, um, turn it off. You don't deserve to go be back here. and watch all the other yeah. ones. Oh God, that would be my <laughs> mindset. I have to watch all of them. All right. Um, but CM Punk, what really happened? Is that CM Punk had a big blow up at uh, at AW All Out? He won the AW World Title for the second time in his hometown of Chicago, 
Um, and he uh, had some words for his coworkers, Hangman Adam Page and uh, and and the Elite Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, um, and his former Who friend are Cole Cabana. Beloved people, by the way. Yeah, Kenny Omega. People like Kenny Omega. He's a nice man. Yeah, by all accounts. He seems very nice and not like a guy who would fight. So CM Punk had a big old, he cursed a lot at him and was just generally a dick at the, uh, at the press conference. And we've talked about this at length on the podcast. I think people are going to know what we're. Yeah, I probably should sum it all up right now. Anyway, so it was a bad situation. There was a fight backstage. We didn't know what happened. Seemed like CM Punk was probably the problem uh but well you know who knows right the elite come back after a couple of months after an internal like investigation i mean to me that's the all the evidence you need that cm punk was the problem yeah i mean it it definitely seems like everybody else came back two months later why didn't he come back yeah it's there's a lot going on here so cm punk is back he had a scathing promo right about his scathing scathing Okay, maybe not scathing. Scathing almost makes it sound like it's correct. So scathing, it was, it was a promo that was definitely. Well, for, can from, I can I guide this a little bit? Yeah, you can guide this a little let's, bit. Let's let's talk about what we before we watched the promo that mm-hmm. CM Punk cut at the very beginning of AEW Collision, a brand new show. Uh, what did we hope for? Him to apologize and say I was wrong. I sort of broke the social contract here. I wasn't the guy you believed in. I can be better. Uh, I'm going to try my best going forward or be a total. Having said that in private and still accepting being wrong, move forward with being a total asshole. But they have to present it like the the show has to line up with yeah. that. Okay. And then and then what did he do? He was a total asshole and the show <laughs> presented him as though he had a pol- it was a baby face and like nothing had happened. Yes. It felt to me like all the feelings that came up watching it are the feelings that I get when I watch WWE. He was there for quite Those some time. Those are the time. feelings that he brought in up in me. And we talked about so what happened is, you know, he was like Basically, he was like, if I owe you an apology, I'm sorry you're as soft as the wrestlers you like. And he yeah. laughed. And he basically, his whole thing was, it was pretty, tr- like, kind of Trumpish. It was basically like, it was, very uh, it was it was basically like, I'm sorry that, you know, you took it the wrong way. And, like, I tell the truth. And, you know, I, you know, people can't handle it. You know, I'm an adult. He's, I'm, this is for, a, this is a business for adults and professionals. And I'm an adult. And I don't like talk. Sh- I'm not doing this thing where we're you know, talking shit. And it's like, and then proceeded to just talk shit yeah. the whole time and call himself the king. Basically, he was saying stuff a wrestling heel would say, or a WWE babyface. Yeah. And there's a lot going on here because I'm still not kind of 100 percent convinced that he wasn't doing that on purpose. I yeah. do think they're trying to do. It's weird. Because the show's not really like their presentation's not really lining up with what he's doing, but maybe that's for a purpose. I'm gonna use John Cena as the example here. Because CM Punk, as weirdly disconnected from reality as he seems lately, he is very smart. He's usually very on the ball. He's very in touch. He can read a room. He is generally 
one of the best at like, you know, making adjustments and connecting with the crowd in the way that he wants to. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he, I know he's maybe he hasn't been funny lately, but he can be very funny. Anyway, point is John Cena was the big baby face in WWE. It's kind of the thing that CM Punk was not even kind of exactly the thing that CM Punk has been like begging to be and saying that he could be for his whole career. I can be that guy. You know, I can be mm-hmm. the John Cena. Right. And so Cena is baby face, but half the crowd hated him, but he didn't change anything. He just kept being the same John Cena. And so they just kind of accepted this thing where the WWE would just always present him as a baby face. He was right. He's the baby face and he didn't change anything. But that act to half the audience, like children, usually he was the hero. And to the other half of the audience, me, uh, he was the villain. John actually does represent 50% of WWE viewership. Yeah. You'd be surprised at how much he watches. I have a lot of TVs, <laughs> a lot of cable boxes. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I want to bring up the, the first thing he did that made us both audibly react. Yeah. Which was he took, I don't even know the name for it, but it's the little square thing on the mic that says AEW. Yeah, he took the logo. He, he took the logo off the mic, which... I understand, like he, you said, he's done that in WWE. Yeah. I get it. As a heel. Yeah. And like, they think, like, the thing about it that bothered me in a way that wasn't fun and like, ooh, boo, is that AEW is not the WWE in any way. Mm-hmm. AEW is very young and pretty fragile and like, and could fail, like literally, it could in a way the WWE basically can't right now. Yeah. Um, and to shit on the company, you know, to shit on like the guys who are running the company and to remove the logo as though you are coming after the company when you are someone who is super famous and could potentially go back to WWE at any time just makes you a huge party pooper and a bully and somebody who is going to upset people who care about the future of the company as a whole. And that bothered me because it's one thing for like a guy like MJF to do it. Cause MJF, you know, he he's, he's came up, it, yeah. he came up in AEW, right? Like mm-hmm. he does help the company, mm-hmm. you know, get attention. And he's obviously invested in the company in a way that we don't know CM Punk is. You know, like I don't yeah. I don't trust that CM Punk like I trust that MJF would like AEW to do really well yeah. because that's a reflection of him because he's the champion and this is where he cut his teeth. This is where he's like this is the cart this is the horse he's latched his cart to. That's what I'm trying yeah, to say. You hitched He's hitched his horse to AEW's wagon. Yeah. Uh and <laughs> And so I believe deep down MJF wants AEW to succeed. I don't know that I can believe that about CM Punk because CM Punk has other options and he's, you know, made his name elsewhere. So he doesn't have the kind of investment in this company that I even believe like Chris Jericho has. Like, I think Chris Jericho has more of an investment in AEW than CM Punk does because he's been there longer and he's more tied to that brand than CM is. And I feel like there's a lot of WWE fans also who would gleefully love CM Punk to destroy AEW from the inside. And like, yeah, there are a lot of (laughs) WWE. First of all, a lot of that sounded like uh, your interview on the CM Punk Dark Side of the Ring episode. 
that eventually happens like to take oh, the microphone off you know of please, the company off please is, email me yeah. please i would love to i would love to say this in a documentary and then someday. it cuts to jim Cornette after that he was a fucking asshole he was <laughs> you know he was a, you know he was shitting on the wrestling business and you know he's goddamn worthless um but oh. so uh, he uh, yeah look cm punk is a famous celebrity millionaire he is not an underdog in, no, not in the not. wrestling world. In MMA, maybe he was an underdog, but also it doesn't matter if you're an and MMA. In WWE, you're... maybe he was an underdog. So in but... WWE, he was an underdog. That is why I connected with him because I identified with him because I was pursuing a similar career and I felt similarly, you know, held back uh, in a, you know like a big organization, right? And I was trying to sort of break through, and I felt like I wasn't you know getting my due or whatever, and. Uh, and I mean, he, he had a lot of effect on a lot of young men with that pipe bomb promo. Yeah, it was. Well, it was there's inspiring. A whole, there's a whole episode of Monster Factory called Thank You, CM Punk. That's just about that pipe bomb promo saving one of their wrestlers' lives because he was going to kill himself. Yeah. And he didn't. Yeah. I hope he's not watching Collision. <laughs> um, no, but the, you know, it, it's, you know, look, we're all adults, Okay. He's a, he's an adult. He's going to do what he wants to do. He's going to behave in the way that he sees fit to behave. He's going to learn the lessons he wants to learn. You know, what are you going to do? I'm an adult. I This is a show I watch. But you the connection that you form with these people is real. Even if, like, I don't know him. I've never met him. We don't have, like, an actual personal relationship. But when you invest in... Because a lot of this happened... I'm not saying CM Punk is doing, you know, like, Me Too stuff. But, like when that there was the thing called speaking out and mm-hmm. wrestling yeah. and it was really hard for you know it, it took a lot of the enjoyment out of wrestling because you need to be able to connect with people yeah you need to be able to connect with them in whatever way is believe the good yes. guys are good guys like you're actively rude it's not like even like actors like actors yes. it's like you can watch a movie and yes. they play a character you like whatever but like with wrestlers you are actively rooting for them to win a fight yeah and you can also <laughs> in in a movie you could even be watching a movie with like a canceled actor or whatever and still maybe yeah. enjoy the movie because it's like well whatever you know but you're not necessarily different levels you're not necessarily gonna wear an ezra miller t-shirt yeah well you know it depends how i mean you the, can wear a flash t-shirt but that you know, doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't necessarily gonna say it depends on the canon you know if he's if he moves forward is still as a flash then you you know then you have to figure out what the canon is but, but it's not you know you get what i'm yeah. saying though like no, yeah, i'm not know, walking yeah. around in an ezra miller t-shirt because i told you to stop wearing it <laughs> But like you could very well yes. be walking around in a t-shirt that says somebody's name. I am doing that now. You're doing that. Powerhouse right now. Hobbs, please. Who is, who is going to be on collision? Don't <laughs> yeah, you're on the show with all of the dramatic people. So yeah. hopefully that's not a bad sign. You seem yeah. like you got a good head on your shoulders. Yeah. So there's a real investment. Big, big muscular people, shoulders. There's a real investment people make emotionally yes. in these people as human beings. Yes. And even if you're even yeah, even though they're a character, like it's still I am rooting for Phil Brooks, because he, you know, I feel because also as hard because I also do like acting and comedy and performance and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I really had a very one to one, yeah, you know, comparison with him. I wasn't, you know, I was also pursuing a very similar type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is comedy is also a thing where you are in more of an individual performer a lot of times. Um, yeah. Even though wrestling, Which, you you can't do it alone is yeah, the thing. You yeah. literally cannot do it alone. No. You need at least one other person. Or a sex doll. Um, but uh, is that you were doing? Yoshihiko. Uh, oh, wow. but anyway. Uh, That's a real person. What I was going to say is this brings me to the next point of his promo that mm-hmm. we I keep snickering at, which is that 
he says this isn't a popularity contest. I don't know what he thinks being famous is, <laughs> but he seems confused as to how one gets successful in the arts. It's usually directly tied to how popular you are with the fans, which brings me to the thing about this whole promo that really ground my gears. Yeah. And it was that it just stank of a guy who's trying to act like this is a sport and not a performance. He's trying to act like he got where he is by winning matches and not by winning over fans. And that is so annoying to me because it's an obvious lie. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those toxically masculine things about wrestling that like, just always makes me go, oh, fuck you. Because it's like, you're not a boxer. I'm sorry, you're not. I know that you think, we... you know what it is? It reads as like, and I know he's not this. I know I know CM Punk is not a homophobe. But when it gets to that kind of like masculine, oh no, actually this is a sport. Um, <laughs> I can beat everybody here up. Um, it reads as homophobic because it's like, I'm not, a, I'm not an actor. You know, I'm not mm. a ballerina. I'm not dancing. I'm not doing any of that gay shit. That's mm. what it reads as to me. And that makes me real mad. Yeah. So, I mean, you definitely, <laughs> that's a valid Phil. point of view. That's a valid point of view. We can. But I know so, he's not homophobic. He held up a sign that said support LGBTQ plus youth. I don't think he's actually homophobic. I don't think he's, I don't think he's like intellectual enough to make that connection with what he's like saying and doing to denigrate like the performance aspect of it um to make that connection i don't think he's able to do that or reflective enough to do that it's, but it's just like that's what i receive it as and it makes me angry okay yeah there's definitely that's a valid i've been watching a lot of you. couples therapy on showtime so i have ways of yeah and talking about my feelings now that, uh, i <laughs> don't want me to talk no, about i don't want to know i don't want to know any of this shit <laughs> Uh, so it's so funny that we have such like, I wildly different introductions and journeys, uh, introductions to and journeys with CM Punk. Yeah. Cause I, because came in I definitely late. have perceived him to definitely be intellectual, especially compared to other wrestlers and to be very aware of what he's doing and what he's saying and how it is going to be received. And he has always had a self-awareness and just an awareness in general uh, that a lot of other wrestlers seem to lack. Um, however, that has been lacking basically the entire time in AEW because of the sport thing that you mentioned. So you can do a character that is like, I'm the toughest and I'm the best. I have, I won this belt because I kicked everybody's ass. Come try to take yeah, it from course. me. That is, can work. People yeah. do that all the time. I you know, respect that. If Wardlow does that, you know, yeah. Samoa Joe is basically that, yeah. right? And so you I can mean, do MJF that. I mean, MJF kind of does that. The like... problem is it needs to read authentically. Mm -hmm. CM Punk is a character and a person that I have always perceived to have a lot of heart, some gumption. You know, he's got, he's, he. Because he's not the biggest guy. He's not the biggest guy. He's also not a natural athlete. That's another thing about him. Because mm -hmm. I another thing I identify with him, I was also a nerd who didn't play any sports. CM Punk, to my knowledge, now I haven't researched his high school records or whatever, but like I don't think he went to college, so he didn't play college sports. I don't think he played any sports in high school. You know, not like 
on a you know he wasn't like on the yeah. football team or whatever he was not an athlete yeah until he started doing wrestling training and you can see it i mean it's like he's a great wrestler he's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time he's had some of my favorite matches of ever ever right and he does a great job but it's clearly harder for him he's clear that's he gets hurt you know which is i mean a lot of naturally athletic people get hurt but like he you can see him having to push harder you know as opposed to like a brock lesnar who's like a natural athlete so yeah. cm punk and I think this is because he tried to do MMA. He is now on this weird kick where he is trying to be like, I'm a sports guy and I am this tough MMA fighter because he likes MMA and he wants to be that tough MMA fighter. Yeah. And it's we know that you, you're not that. Yeah. We, and that's we not know what we're here for. Definitively now that you're not that. And that's not what I was here for. That's not what I wanted from you. I've never like CM Punk's like the toughest guy. I love him because he's like the toughest guy. And he like kicks ass and he's the top. I like, hey, I was hey, like, John, I like hey, him because he's a sensitive nerd like me who really loves. I was going to interact with that character. You yeah. Were doing for a we want, he's back. Uh, Hey, did you know that the MMA um, exists? Like there's a, there's what? a show you can watch where what? guys fight for real and they try to hurt each other. What really? Yeah. Really? It's called MMA. It's called they UFC. Got, they got tattoos. They got so many tattoos. <laughs> So it's just, it doesn't read authentically. It feels forced. He's a good actor, but it doesn't feel like if he was playing a character in a movie as that, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I buy this guy. But he's not. He's portraying a fictionalized version of himself. Mm-hmm. And I do not buy for a second. I buy that he's angry. Yeah. I buy that he is frustrated. I buy that he is sensitive and very easily angered, mm-hmm. but I do, and defensive. And paranoid, but I do not buy that he is this tough athlete. I yeah. I buy that he is an athlete. I buy that he is a wrestler who has tenacity mm-hmm. and can like has heart and can win. But it's to present yourself as like I'm the toughest guy and I'm gonna you know I'm gonna break you. Yeah. You know, it's like that's a different guy than CM Punk is, and I I think that's what's going on here. And then I want to bring up another thing from it that we can mm-hmm. talk about, which is. He called. He said uh, something about the counterfeit bucks. Yeah, this industry is full of counterfeit bucks, which is clearly a a dig at the young bucks. Which they already tweeted about how they would. And they, they you know, if it was up to them, they would have uh, counterfeit bucks T-shirts already printed. Which is, yeah, and 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 that and that blew my mind, and also made me a little bit mad because he had said CM gave an. Uh, CM Punk. I know you love that I call him CM. Like it's his first. Charles Charles Mason Punk. Uh, No, Charles Mason. No, not Charles Mason. No, Charles Mason would never do this to us. First of all, I don't think you don't know that. We don't know. We don't know him at all. No, I I've decided that I know people pretty well. And and uh, anyway, um, Punk like gave an interview to ESPN that ran Friday before Collision, Mm -hmm. the day before. Yeah. In which he confirmed that there cannot be any storylines about what has happened between him and the Young Bucks. Mm -hmm. His whole thing that he was pissed about was people doing promos about things, rumors backstage, drama that wasn't supposed to come into the limelight. Now, he's doing promos where he's coming after these guys who he's mad at because he thought they were bringing rumors and stuff into the business that you know were about him or whatever and it's like 
does he like it's just frustrating because you you don't you're not sure if you understand that he's doing exactly what he's mad at other people for doing yeah well he like, did that whole thing where he was like this is a business for adults and professionals right and then and, and he then gets he mad at people to do these petty yes unproductive things immature that, things that like you're just going well dude i mean if, if you're not going to be the bigger person here why should we act like you are yeah <laughs> and it's just that thing of like you know he kept talking about compromise i'm never going to compromise and it's like i understand being who you are and standing by your beliefs and defending yourself when you know in the right situation right defending mm -hmm. your like you know who you are in a creative situation or whatever right or in an argument or whatever but and this came up with like darby allen too when he was like i the promo that he delivered he was like you know they told you this is not the kind of film we make here and then he quits film school which is like i understand the point of that story is to be like i'm not going to compromise who i am to fit some mold that somebody's trying to make me fit which is right. fine yeah but the way that you're telling me this especially someone who has gone through a lot of creative processes is that you won't take any feedback and sometimes it's important to listen to other people to listen sometimes. to feedback and, change. and he was like i won't compromise and it is funny to hear somebody talk about compromise and what they mean is learning from experiences letting experiences change you taking other people's opinions into account and like learning or from even it just like watching the movie rocky yeah he is the kind of guy that would be like, I'm not going to watch Rocky. No, I've never you. seen Rocky, and it's, it's, it's stupid that you, you like it. It's, it's going to piss you off that yeah, I won't watch it. It's stupid that you, which, that's a great little, sorry, am I stepping on something? No, I was just going to say that, like, I've gone through a lot of, and maybe I should save this for the end, because I've, you know, I have a lot of okay complex emotions on this. Well, I was just going to bring up the other uh, facet of the promo that was jarring for both of us, I think. Uh -huh. It was certainly jarring for me, which was that, like, he was getting cheers the whole time, yeah. which we kind of expected. He's from Chicago. The crowd clearly was going to be biased towards him. But he's giving this promo that if it came from anyone else would be, you know, an MJF boo, you suck, like heel promo. But MJF is a baby face in Long Island. That's true. But however, we've been able to see him do what he does enough to understand yeah, the context yeah. in which he's doing things. And so when he goes That's to Long true. Island and gets cheered, it's funny because you're yeah. like, ah, oh, isn't this hilarious? Because yeah, yeah. also, no also MJF's brand is douchebag from Long Island. Yeah. So part of what makes him a heel is that he's from Long Island. Yeah. Ergo, everyone from Long Island is an MJF. Is kind of the cinematic universe truth of true, AEW. Yeah. So that makes sense and it's funny to me. When it happens with what CM did, because it's the first time we've heard from him. Yeah, we have no context. First, we have no base reality for like, him right now. It's not like he did what I would have liked them to do, which is build up his return with him coming out and doing promos like that at other shows where he does get booed and like says, like, I'm here to teach this company a lesson or yeah. teach these unprofessional counterfeit. But, you know, like there's a way to do that heel turn that reads to us, the audience, as this is a heel turn. He's a heel now. We're going to boo him. He's a bad guy. These things he's saying that are upsetting you, they're supposed to upset you. Aren't we all having fun? Instead, what we get is a wrestler coming out and saying a bunch of things that are insulting to us personally because he did mean to insult people like us personally yeah and then the crowd cheering him 
And the message I get <laughs> is, fuck off, don't watch this show. And, that, you know, that's just the message I get. I don't know if that's the message you got. But so, like... I mean, I have seen a lot of theories that they're purposely booking this show as like the anti-dynamite. So like if you are on the elite side of this, like if you've chosen sides, you're on the elite side, you like sort of the quote unquote goofier stuff or whatever, and you like the elite, then you're going to watch Dynamite. If you like CM Punk and you like serious sports or whatever, you're going to watch Collision. I don't know if that's actually what they're doing. Seems like a bad idea in my It opinion. does. Well, this whole thing is a bad idea, honestly. I mean... If you need to separate the raw, they needed a second show. They can use a second show because they have a huge roster. And Saturday and night is all right for fighting. It is. That's the thing. You know, we found they have that a out. Song. Come to find out. Come to find it's out. It's all right. I wasn't sure if it was all right. It's all right. Yeah. Um. But you know, uh, I I don't know that we need to like. I don't know if he's gonna do enough business here. Yeah. That it's worth having him around. So I. But. And like, is have- he? Does he know what he's doing? And because because yeah, also is a civil war what AEW needs right now? Probably not. They <laughs> their union is not strong enough yet. No, um, you know to to warrant this, but it could also really work. I mean, I know that like I've seen some of the best wrestling stuff I've ever seen from CM Punk. Some of the best promos, some of the best matches, right? And he's very not afraid to be disliked in that context he is very afraid of being disliked in real life which is why he gets so upset even though he claims not to yeah but um i kind of do think that i mean it'll be hard to tell until they're in a different city yeah i do think that he is trying because he knows people are not going to like that and he knows he's in chicago he understands context at least to a degree I do think that he's trying he's he's trying to do like a John Cena thing, I think. Is what they're trying to do where it's like but it's like a mean John Cena that's uncomfortable. <laughs> so it's like I this is me. If you like me, then that's great. Keep cheering mm-hmm. me. If you don't like me, then I hate you and you suck. So don't I'm never gonna change or compromise because there were some things that were just so overtly mean that I don't think it was like I cannot perceive any way on earth that he did not intend for them to be taken that way. Yeah. Like the King thing. I'm sure. What was the King thing? When you said the King is back or the King oh. returns or something like, I know he meant that as like a heel thing. I mm-hmm. know he meant it that way because I could see the way he said it. You know, I know that he meant it as like, he's yeah. an asshole, but like in Chicago, he's going to get cheered. Um, Wait, but and I, it's weird when that happens the first time he does it. Yeah. Like it's it's, be, it's like true. that's what I was saying is it'd be one thing if they built this up and he had come out at, at Dynamite a couple times to like terrorize people with his yeah. mean promos, right? And everybody booed him and we understood like oh he's coming back as a heel. But to just come back like this and be cheered for your heel promo is incredibly confusing. It's incredibly confusing and it's very I mean, I don't know. I I really uh I don't know. I'm sure he loves that we're talking about him so much. Um I'm sure he does too. Yeah. And in that way it was a very successful promo. Yeah. It, it, was it was successful in that it did something like that was my fear is that he would be kind of a nothing and that it wouldn't he wouldn't go either way and that it would be kind of like bland. But luckily, he's talented enough to know he had to take one road or the other. Yeah. The, the thing is, the road he's taking is not the road that the show seemed to gr- agree he was on. 
Yeah, exactly. The show <laughs> is telling a different story. Yeah, the show is like, here's your hero, this guy who tells you to go fuck yourself. Yeah, Enjoy. and it's not like The Rock either, where The Rock would, you know, get cheered. And that was also a different time. That was a time when people weren't like people like empathy now you know what i mean yeah people like to root for people that are nice to each other and, they don't like and part of what has always been the appeal of AEW over a wwe is that one it felt like a company that respected your intelligence as a fan understood that like you're a person who like knows what's up knows what's going on behind the scenes you keep up with things you have a memory like they constantly yeah like reference things from the past and they don't and replay stuff a lot. no they respect they, that you, they, you enough to be like you'll remember this. that's the whole thing is that they like really respect you and also it's always felt like a place where even the most mean heels like mjf mm -hmm. they're funny they're fun they're like even jeff jarrett like it's like it's it's like we agree this is a bad person because he's mean and we're going to boo him because he's mean and the heroes are guys who are like nice and like show up for their friends or hangman adam page who like deals with anxiety and has you know yeah, has like complicated relationships with his there's, friends and there's helps a sensitivity people. to it yeah there is yeah that he came out very much against yeah, he's because he yeah. basically said like, oh, you know, facts don't care about your feelings is kind of what he came out and said. And so it's like, is this the company that this is going to be now? Like, is this the pivot that's being made consciously or is he just I think it's just him. He's just bringing the WWE like he we, we talked about this earlier, but he basically did an outcast promo. Yeah, but like it wasn't treated as a. Oh, boo. Yeah, yeah. It was like a yay, good. The WWE guy is here to beat everybody up and tell them they suck because they weren't in WWE. Like Yeah, or they're not as like they're not as much of a box office draw as Right. Him. Yeah. All these things could work. It just feels like the puzzle pieces are not fitting together. And a lot of it is because as you said, the the bond, the connection with the audience has been broken and it has not been repaired. Yeah. And it is no attempt has been made to repair it. He doesn't seem to care about it. He doesn't Which seem is what's disappointing. Yeah. And he doesn't seem to think he did anything wrong, which is, of course, he doesn't seem to think he did anything wrong. And if that's who he is, and I know that's who he is, I, that's why I liked him before is because he would call out stuff. It just depends. This is, I don't want to get too like deep into stuff here, but it is like context is very, very important in everything. That's why you can't just like flip a lot of topics to be like, well, you know, if this is for women, then why is it? So if you do this to a man, it's bad. It's like, yeah, it's different. It's different. <laughs> People have different. There's different situations. Details Context are different. Matters. Context matters. In WWE and even in like Ring of Honor and stuff. And in Ring of Honor, he was usually almost exclusively. He was a heel in Ring of Honor. That was like he was straight edge. He was better than everybody, you know. Mm -hmm. But he understood that people were supposed to boo him. Mm -hmm. He was only a babyface, like basically right before he left, and that led to a heel turn, <laughs> a heel turn that has inspired MJF's entire character, because um, that's where he did the, his own like devil promo. Mm -hmm. uh, and in WWE, he was the underdog. He didn't look like a WWE superstar. He didn't talk like a WWE superstar. He didn't act like one. Like he's not a guy that they would push. Um, he's not, you know, he's just is he's his own guy, and he would call them out on stuff that they, they did, people did not call them out on. He talked about stuff you weren't allowed to talk about. He was funny. He was, you know, he, he was close enough to my age that we had similar like yeah. tastes and things, or you know, similar you know uh, references and things. And so it was, it all worked there. And he was an underdog, 
punching up. Now, and that's why he keeps coming back to like this conservative thing too. It's like he is not the underdog. He's he is bully. what John Cena, yeah. what he told John Cena he was. He's the New York Yankees or thinks he's the New York Yankees. And he was the, uh, and he's a bully and he's punching down. And yeah. it just doesn't like this character can work. I don't know if it will. It's hard to tell right now. Yeah. Maybe I'm all getting, maybe I'm getting worked. Maybe I'm Mark. I mean, it maybe feels, I'm Mark. I'm getting worked it, right now. It did, CM Punk, you're smarter it, than me. It you did got me. feel like a work because when I started to get, Whenever I start to get worked up, yeah, I, I'm like, oh, this is a work because I'm worked up. Made That's how feel, I know. He made you feel uh, an emotion. I mean, he definitely yeah. like he's definitely still very charismatic and doing like a good. Yeah. The problem right. is too is like, are we building to anything? Because right. this is not a thing you can't have. The that, only people you talked about are the Young Bucks. Yeah. And you can't have a program with the and Young Bucks. And he made the reference to the dog collar match, yeah, which with MJF. the Wrestling Observer. Uh, assumed was a call out to MJF thinking you know, they, that they're going to set you know, up. But really, like, yeah, really I was talking that, about the dog that was the really, thing really, I was you know, going to bring up yeah. next was that like when, you know, this promo was him saying I'm back or whatever, but it didn't necessarily begat anything. It didn't set up anything that I'm excited to see. Shall we say like, and I would it, be excited to see him take on the young bucks because that's, the thing everybody's waiting for, mm -hmm. but like or Kenny Omega or Kenny Omega. I was excited for that match before because they were both back at the same. Like, yeah, Kenny Omega had just come back, and prior to that, he was out basically almost the entire time CM Punk was there, mm -hmm. or he was around for a little while, but he was just just weren't on the same plane, and so I was yeah. excited for them to have a match. I remember, and then, uh, and so like you know he's calling out these guys, but like when I go through the list in my head, like. The ESPN story confirmed that there's not going to be a storyline with Kenny Omega unless and the Young Bucks. So unless that was a work, but come on, ESPN, you're a journalism place. Uh, <laughs> but like, you know, if there's not going to be that, I can't think of anything else I'd be excited to see from him right now. Because like I was telling you this earlier, but if he, if his next rivalry is MJF, I'm rooting for MJF. Yeah, I mean because I root for AEW, and and it 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 would be very hard, I think, to make MJF more despicable than the guy who is like trying to destroy the company at this point. You know I what I think, mean? You know, I think that because um... like, especially because MJF's whole thing, like I, I I enjoy their their rivalry from the past and all that stuff, but like MJF is a twenty seven year old guy who grew up idolizing CM Punk, it's hard to root for CM Punk to like beat him up, especially if he does what I think he would do in that, it, which is pivot again to being a babyface because you would need somebody to be. I mean, even the whole time, I really <laughs> enjoyed CM Punk's previous year of work in AEW. And I love CM Punk. Even mm -hmm. now, yeah. you know, I it's hard for me to be like, you know, I obviously am reacting to what he's doing. So mm -hmm. I know that this guy and I know enough people like him to be like, I know exactly, exactly what is in your head and how you react to things. Yeah. And I can tell by the way you like drop friends. Yeah. I know exactly what this is. But he is. It was hard to take him as a baby face because the way he's his tone is just off. It's he's really just condescending. Been, he's really condescending. And he's like. Been, you know, everybody's just saying like, you know, I, you don't belong here. You're mm -hmm. mean to everybody. I don't like you. And it was like, well, what? wait. And it really, you know, I had to make it work. And then he does his promos and he's kind of mean. And it's like, it just doesn't really. He, he's kind of like The Rock. He's like a, 
because the rock people will cheer for the rock at this point no matter what because he's famous as the Dwayne. rock right but the rock's whole character was that he was mean to people all the time he was mean and he talked about how rich he was and he was a jerk jabronis and yeah and he was really mean and it's like when you see that now it sucks you know it's not fun and it's hard to cheer for somebody like that and cm punk is kind of still of that type of delivery it's more realistic Mm -hmm. version of that often to me funnier but it's like you know it's uh he's not it just doesn't make sense as a guy you want to root for now and even what we were saying with kevin owens and Sami Zayn on smackdown I love Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Two of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Yeah, right? they're great. Sami Zayn. I love Sami Zayn a lot. You know, and I love, Kevin Owens and I never is very even funny. saw Sami Zayn until he showed up in WWE because there were, you know, Kevin Owens was in ROH with this guy El Generico, and then Kevin Owens went to, you know, um, WWE, and mm-hmm. Sami Zayn just kind of showed up. Yeah, uh, right. But anyway, you know, you've never seen him before. Yeah, I never seen him before. But um, so anyway, Sami Zayn is great, right? And yeah. so he is this whole he's thing. Almost he's almost as good like, as El Generico. Yeah, I got it see a match between them i don't know generico's he well anyway he's just not around right now but he's yeah, yeah, yeah. he retired you know but he's um but so Sami Zayn, he has this whole thing where he's the hero of the bloodline thing and it's great yeah. and he's like this under and now they're the tag team champions and it's it's mostly fine but they just had this one thing with pretty deadly wins who are uh, my new faves pretty deadly are great i like I them love pretty deadly a little bit i saw them in nxt i was like these guys are great they uh had a um uh they won a gauntlet match right mm-hmm. they didn't even really cheat to win they just won i mean they didn't so the, they the, got the lucky way, the way that it was heelish is that sheamus and ridge holland had like gone the whole gauntlet and beat yeah. four of the other or three of the but other five teams not their fault no but then and then pretty deadly kind of comes in and, and like you know gets lucky at the end and wins yeah. at the end but it's not they weren't they didn't overtly cheating or anything yeah like that. they didn't like hit anybody in the head with a brass knuckles no or, you know, and all I mean, they did was they celebrated through the commercial break for like five minutes. So Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come out and say like, you know, you've been selling, you won and now you've been celebrating this whole time. It's like, and they start insulting them and then pretty deadly insults them back. And then they're like, you know, we don't like that. We're going to beat you up. And then yeah. they go and chase them down. Uh, and then they try to, and then the commentators are all like, oh, they're running away. And it's like, and then yeah. the heel commentators be like, they just wrestled a match. And why are they even out here doing this? Like, what, yeah. you know, and it's just like, yeah, that's a WWE babyface. Yeah, it's a bully because the values are just violence. Because there's no, it's, there's it's, no value other than it's this a, person can hurt the most people. It's the Vince McMahon thing. It's like yeah. I am alone. I don't need anybody else. I'm the strongest person. Mm-hmm. I'm like the richest person. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't need like love or anything like that. Yeah, I always win. Yeah, and that is the thing, and that's why a lot of WWE, WWE babyface a lot of times will like get their heat back right away where mm-hmm. they'll like lose a match and immediately have to like beat the person up. I think I was telling you about this triple H thing where triple yeah. H like got helped by um, Paul London, Brian Tendrick. And uh, you know, uh, uh, he like, they came out, there was like this underdog tag team and he came out and they saved triple H from being attacked. And the first thing triple H did when he got up is pedigree, both of them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what an asshole. Yeah. What this is the baby face. Yeah. And I, whatever. So anyway, but that's what CM Punk is acting like. And I, it's very it, look. This could be great. I don't. I do think he's obviously he's working. It's a show. He's on the show. He did the promo on the show. Obviously, it's a work of some kind. You know what I mean? Like it's not. He's not just coming out here just to talk. Like this yeah. is for a purpose. No, he wants us know. this worked up. He wants us yes. this upset. And also, it's to but be the- fair. It's kind of the only. If he's might be the only way to proceed with this. He was determined to come back, mm-hmm. so it wasn't an option for him not to come back. 
it's going to be hard to get people to cheer for him as a babyface outside Chicago. Disappear babyface. Yeah. He is just making him a regular heel. Mm-hmm. Might actually not work because people might check out because they're like, I don't even want to play along with this guy. Yeah, because he's so mean. So just making him this, where it's like, is this yeah. this asshole is really like? It might be yeah. the only way to like get people to actually boo him. Because I know what you said. I know you've said that in the past he's been funny, but I'm just like, as a person who's only started watching wrestling like you know six years ago or whatever, I, I don't. I think he's cringe when he tries to be funny. I think he it's is now. Of, kind of lame didn't used to be he did no he, i know that's what i'm saying because he was away from it for so long yeah and i and he, but i'm saying like that's the thing about being a heel is like you either have to be a despicable person who we want to see you lose uh like jeff jarrett or you have to be like funny as a heel like chris jericho or mjf mm-hmm. but he's in this middle place where he's not funny enough to be up there with those guys and he's not like somebody who we're sure is going to lose. Yeah. And so he's just kind of this scary, scary. He's scary. That's what it is. I'm genuinely scared of him and not in a way that I enjoy, not in a fun way. It's an uncomfortable feeling. It's an uncomfortable feeling where I feel like something I've been enjoying watching for the last three years is taking a turn. That's going to um, make it unpleasant for me to watch. It keeps. Yeah. I mean, it also keeps reminding me of, Better Call Saul. <laughs> so I, you know, because CM Punk's a lawyer. Uh, yeah. He was involved in that huge drug right, ring. Yeah. And, um, you know, so, uh, no, but so in Better Call Saul, you know, the main arc of it is basically that you get really invested in Saul Goodman, Jimmy McGill's character and how he's like a good person who makes a lot of bad decisions. Uh-huh. And over time you see him like, sometimes pull himself back and like do the right thing and sometimes not and it's basically like watching somebody battle his own addictions Mm -hmm. and like you want him in the end to like take responsibility or whatever and like you know reclaim his like soul make himself healthier at least at the end you know what i mean like even if it means punishment or whatever and that's what i want for CM Punk, I think this is just like an unhealthy way to but think John, and live, and I don't know that like John, you know, I don't, like, it's not a literal thing. But no, I'm just but John, saying, John, John, this is a business for adults, okay? and, and professionals, and yeah. it's not about popularity. Yeah, it's about who's strong enough to pin Juice Robinson. Okay, Juice Robinson's a big guy. He was in NXT <laughs> and then he went to New Japan. I can't believe the, and it, became a young lion know, the, by choice. The other thing that I like because we listened to the Wrestling Observer uh, podcast this morning, and um, the other thing that drove me nuts is Meltzer was like agreeing with the whole like it's because he's back because it's a business, and like that whole promo made it seem like the business versus the popularity were two separate things. Mm-hmm. But it's like the business is based on popularity. You idiots. What are you talking about? Well, Sorry. It, I'm not calling yeah, Meltzer yeah. an idiot. Just I'm just saying hell? like, like without popularity, there is no business. That's all this is. It also has been his argument that he's more popular than anybody, but he also, yeah, Meltzer, I think might've been saying that he's back because no, he, I like, yeah. makes money. And like, if, I get that. And if he had done that shit and he was like, not, going to draw anything they just yeah i, I think well you know? the, the issue i'm like i'm not insulting Meltzer or anything i'm just saying like you no know, i'm just saying that's what i took that as yeah but i'm i and we all knew he was going to come back for that reason but to like i thought he's gonna leave to 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 put it well because they reported he was gonna leave they said he was gonna exit the company when they did their yeah, initial yeah, yeah. Ex- investigation um but like 
you know, that wasn't true. And <laughs> anyway, but like, you know, it's just, it's like, I don't know. It, it, it Part of me is like, I sort of get where, like, I, I understand how he's gotten to this point because I understand how probably maddening it can be to, because I wasn't there at this fight. I'm going by what I'm, what I saw yeah. a little bit, what I've heard, but also what I'm seeing. I'm just talking about how he looked at that press conference, which was like a raving psycho and how he looked on this show, which is very petty. So, yeah. and the I fact don't know. that they did an internal investigation yes. that allowed the other guys to come back within yeah. a month. And he's been gone as they like hem and yeah. haw over how they could possibly bring him back. Clearly he is the problem. I know. Yeah. Obviously he like, is the problem. Yeah. If he's such a draw and he did nothing wrong, then there would have been no problem bringing him back yeah. in November. Like that's clearly, clearly there is something with him specifically that is an issue because he keeps coming back to like, Oh, you know, I mean like, I don't like when people talk shit about me and all this stuff. And then he just starts talking more shit. Yeah. And, and it's like, like, look, man, if you want to do this character, where you you are you tell it like it is and you draw all this heat and you draw this heat and it's like if you don't like it you're soft you have to be very ready mm -hmm. and accepting that people are going to do it back to you because it's going to make you look real soft yeah. if you're allowed to say whatever you want to anybody and they are not allowed to talk back to you yeah. it's going to make you look spoiled yeah and like a baby it's going to gradually go Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, John Moxley, for Thank that take Moxley. on CM Punk. Um, we should move on to uh, a couple other things just so we have time to do it. Um, yeah, we can we, just do our We've awards, talked about I CM think. Punk for about an hour now, and I feel like that's plenty of time. To that's do. not it for him. Philip, that's all you get. Philip, we'll see you next week, bud. <laughs> Love you, pal. Um, it is so funny, too, because like I still feel like. I'm not like I'm not a fan of what is happening now. No, but, although I am open to seeing where it goes. Mm -hmm. I um, mean, this is what makes this business. But I am so like exciting. a CM Punk fan. Yeah, I want the best for him. I want him because it feels like there's like a hole in my fandom to a degree. It's like it's been so important it's to me for so soft long. And the rest I of you like are soft. I am soft, and I it's hope they. So I soft. hope they're soft because what soft means is that you have emotions. Yeah, and you don't run from them. And you connect with them mm -hmm. and you self-reflect. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So let's, let's talk about. Or uh, we just do the awards if you want. Yeah, that's what I was going to okay, say. Great. Promo of the week. Uh, I picked just to wrap this up. I picked the CM Punk promo mm -hmm. because I feel like it it caused a lot of feelings in me. So obviously it was done very well. Great and delivery. It's obviously the thing everyone's talking about this week. Yeah, great delivery. Brian Jordan Alvarez from Wrestling Observer said is great that... delivery, which is the uh, equivalent of beautiful gowns. E either you know, you know. I don't know. Go I ahead. because you told me. <laughs> so I picked on uh, Ring of Honor, Tony Nese making everyone work out, uh, oh, yeah, which he did on Collision. Mm -hmm. um, and he did it on Ring of Honor. Yeah, so he did it on Collision. Tony Nese is a fantastic athlete. The character stuff is not always, you know, it's been hard for him to find like a character that fits. Usually it's that he works out and has abs, which works because, mm -hmm. I mean, like a lot of yeah. people don't have abs, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, and if you're smug about Except it. Except for abs. Abs. You can kiss his abs. Yeah. Um, great wrestler. Book abs. Yeah, that's uh, great. But um, so he makes, so he did it on Collision, but clearly he was workshopping it on ROH. Um, and so he said, we're going to stop the wrestling. 
because we're not relatable because we're we're never going to be you know fat losers like you or whatever yeah. so he's, he stopped the wrestling and he made everybody do like workout program it was very funny but the best part was it was a small it was a universal studio it's a very small intimate like you know uh mm -hmm. venue everybody get like almost like 75 percent of the crowd gets up and yeah. starts really trying to do the uh and he, they're trying to do it like it's a heel thing but people are yeah. really like loving it and yeah. it's like this could be a baby face thing eventually yeah. so i loved that i, I think, think the it was crowd great. loves it when people interact with them yeah like, it's that's great. what you gotta do and it's like especially in a smaller setting like that because yeah, yeah, they can yeah. all get involved because that's the fun of wrestling is yeah. that the crowd the performers might interact with you yeah that's a, that's half of what's exciting about going to a wrestling Remember show. when jacob fatu told that guy to get off his phone at, yeah at, uh, <laughs> house great. of glory that was really funny um oh also uh uh Man, I went what? to the House of Glory show and it was very, it was fun. That's good. Anyway. Um, well, match of the week, we're, none of your match of the weeks were from the House of Glory show, though. So. I, well, I, I do want to say honorable mention to that. I, there were a lot of really good matches. Um, Speedball Mike Bailey versus Nolo Katano from House of Glory was very good. And then I bought a shirt from Mike Bailey afterwards. Yeah. That Please, was cool. Mike, don't, don't, don't become toxic and weird please I, uh, I can't handle it i don't think he will I think but mike's gonna stay good i think speedball is good yeah. but you know just you never know what money can do to you <laughs> but uh we should move on no to, no uh, to the actual one to match of the week yeah well, what's that's, your match of the week so I, that was my honorable mention yeah okay. you're allowed yeah. an honorable mention that's in the charter of the podcast mjf <sighs> versus adam cole the a world championship eliminator match if adam cole won he would have earned a title shot against mjf they had a fantastic match, told a great story. It was good. Uh, and, you know, and Adam Cole got to a two count as the time limit expired. Mm -hmm. So we'll see, you know, is he going to get a title shot against MJF? Yeah. Also, the thing with CM Punk that I was going to say quickly is that they were saying that maybe him having a belt or claiming that he still has his belt yeah. is a feud with MJF. It seems like they might be doing like a brand split thing where they're like, he has yeah. one world title and MJF has the Probably. other. Probably. Anyway, you, you, you can do yours um, now. Okay, so my pick, I had two, but I guess I'll make one the honorable mention. Mm -hmm. So I'll make the honorable mention Athena versus Trishadora on mm -hmm. Ring of Honor. Um, and I picked rising this star. because Trishadora is a rising star who I very much support. Mm -hmm. um, she looked great, and Athena is always fun to watch. Mm -hmm. And at the end, Kira Hogan came out, and mm -hmm. they had a little fight, and Kira Hogan had a metal trash can lid, which cracked me up because it's mm -hmm. like well, where did she get that mm -hmm. um and uh so that was a lot of fun and i like seeing all those people and then uh i guess so my that'll be my runner-up just because it was kind of a squash match a little it wasn't really a squash mm -hmm. match you know trish did a lot she did but a lot. like yeah. um, she got her shit in but i will make my full pick uh sky blue winning uh, against um, Tony Storm uh, in a tag match mm -hmm. with Willow and um, Ruby Soho. Yes. <laughs> Rubigail Soho. Rubigail Soho, because yeah. I, I thought that that was a fun match. And I'm and excited. It's fun yeah. to see Sky Blue on a on a run like this, you know, that's I mean, fun for truly me. no one is featured on and AW and R it was on during, Tony Khan TV more it than It was Sky during Blue. that match that we had the realization that like dogs probably love watching Sky Blue <laughs> because dogs can only really see blue and yellow. Yeah, so they and love so Sky we Blue. were like, I wonder if she picked blue as her thing because 
dogs would go nuts when she's on TV. We don't have a dog. We've been talking about getting one. If you yeah. have any uh, suggestions for where to get a dogs, dog. If you know any dogs, tell them If you know any dogs looking for a home, yeah. uh, DM me because I really want a dog. Anyway. Yeah, if you know any dogs, give them Anne's number. <laughs> yeah, give them my number. Uh, okay, next is outfit of the week. Uh, you go first. Okay, uh, I'm going first. I'm trying um, to decide still. Oh, God. Okay, so I picked um, Aubrey Edwards' kit that she wore on Rampage this week for her big trios match mm-hmm. uh, because it was just her ref shirt, but like bedazzled with ref Aubrey on the back. Um, and I thought that was really and, cute. And? And? Sleeveless. And it was sleeveless, yeah, because you got you got to tear the the sleeves off yeah, if you're, you're going to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I thought that was really uh, cool. Uh, fun thing about that was during the commentary, um, Tony Giovanni and the rest of the commentary group were saying that she had a dance background because they were trying to like say, you know, Aubrey, she's not just a referee, she's an athlete. She has a dance background. She has a dance background. She's an athlete. So they were like, you know, she dance background. She has strong legs. Strong and legs. And then she wins with Karen Jarrett in a figure four leg lock. And then at the end, and that was like early, much earlier in the beginning that they were talking about her, her strong legs. And then when she wins with the figure four, the all announcers go in a very self-congratulatory tone, strong legs, strong uh, legs. Strong, so hopefully she's in a faction of strong legs. So I, I'm just going to go with pretty deadly, you know, pretty deadly was fun. They got the little shirts that come down to here. They, they look, look like, like elves. They look like elves. They look like Lord of the Rings elves as you pitched, you know, I think they should just go with that. I think they should be elves. And I think they should have little bow and arrow with like one of those plunger bow arrows that like sticks to people's yeah, yeah. heads. I think, that'd be, I think that'd be very funny. And they pull them out of the ring. Yeah. 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 Cause it's on a string. I think it'd be so great. Uh, yeah. So pretty deadly looks great. Um, yeah. And so now, Nerd fantasy booking. Nerd fantasy. Nerd fantasies. Nerd fantasy. Uh, you have two on there. You've been doing a lot of nerd fantasizing. So, well, I when, when am I not? <laughs> uh, so I have one that's a holdover from the last time we didn't do the podcast. Was that uh, Hollywood hunk Ryan Nemeth joins the Bang Bang Gang Bullet Club Gold? Yeah. You, do, do your gun on mine. Oh, I got to do, do mine your, on yours. Yeah. So. All right. They well, can't do two sweets because they're they're not yeah. in Bullet well, Club main. I, I but, think that'd be um, fun. Yeah. So I think that would be I think it'd be a great fit. I think that'd be you know a great. He's a great you know, guy, great performer. A, yeah. I I interviewed him last week. Right. He was really nice to me. Yeah, that's uh, great. You know, I hope that doesn't like blow up his spot or anything. No, he was mean. He was so he mean. Was mean. He was so oh, he was, such a, he was diva. like shoot mean. Yeah, he uh. was real a diva to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then my other one, my new one is uh, it's not that much of a fantasy, but it's uh. I hope Switchblade J White beats CM Punk. Hope he, hope he beats him. Reading, Punk's got to lose a little you bit. You know what? Reading that, I, Jay White is a big. Uh, yeah, Jay White is money. Bang, getting, bang, gang. getting, and he's money, and uh, he's ready to take on one Bill Phil, which we figured out that somebody who goes after CM in a in a promo, CM Punk in a promo, mm-hmm. should uh, say one Bill Phil. I got your bill right here, and it should be one dollar. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I would I, that that would have been my like, like, yeah comeback. Yeah. It was like so you're worth one dollar. Yeah, one bill. Great. Which bill? You um, gotta specify. So my nerd fantasy booking. I saw your Jay White thing on here, and I got to thinking, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, I do also want to see somebody beat CM uh, for making me feel feelings, and I think the person I would like to see beat him because it would be so unexpected and just a real treat for me is Athena. 
I know everybody probably thought I was going to say Rhea Ripley because that's the person I usually say, but I think Athena would be good. Well, Athena's your AEW Rhea Ripley. Athena's my AEW Rhea Ripley, yeah. Because she, she's, she's there. tough. She's crazy. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be funny if a woman beat him because she has no dog in the fight of like yeah, what yeah. happened between the guys behind the scenes. And I think it'd be really funny to do a storyline where like the women's division is so sick of the men's division being mm-hmm. like, I mean, I know Athena's in Ring of Honor, but like, I just think it'd be she's really there, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it'd be really funny to have a whole storyline where the women are like, oh, my God, shut this. Since you guys are not going to shut this guy up, we are. And then they just You know what's funny? You know what's funny about that? I bet he would lose to her. I bet he would do that. That's the thing. I I bet bet he he would would do it. I bet he he would would love it, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, he is very support. I mean, look, all this shit that I'm saying, like, in this, like, after the show, he did a very impassioned speech that we watched about supporting trans kids and lgbtq plus youth and all this stuff and it's like people are complicated you know i mean that's a good thing that's a good thing and it's and that's the type of thing that i want him to be an asshole about that's the type of thing that i want him to be like i tell it like it is you should support people you know like Mm -hmm. you should support people that are marginalized and all this stuff that is what i want you to focus your weird anger on you know yeah don't, not on other and, wrestlers that we voice. like. Not on other young wrestlers that we like that look up to you. Yeah. You know, I think that's what's weird about some of it is like some of these guys he comes for, like the whole MJF thing. It's like, yeah, I, I at least that I was think, a feud. No, I, mean, you know, I think that's great, and I think it's awesome. And the hangman, but thing, he was like, a babyface. It's all yeah. good, but it's also like you know, it's like when someone's like, I looked up to you, and then they beat that person up. It's like I don't know why I'm supposed to enjoy this. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, not to get back on that. Yeah, uh, horse. But um, we got a lot more to say. We so we got we're going say, an but, hour two now. We'll be um, no, we'll no. be uh, we'll be doing more of these. So we're back. We're back. We took a hiatus because I went out of town. You know, but I'm gonna hop on one foot like CM Punk did the first time. He oh came yeah, back. yeah, yeah, hopping around. You know, hopping around on one. He's hopping around on one foot. Uh, I, I I uploaded a bunch of. Uh, John Moxley. Oh yeah, things. we got a lot. Of, we got a John Moxley soundboard, a la 2002. Uh, hang on, I uh, John Moxley's calling me on the phone. Hang on, oh, hang yeah, on, yeah. hang on. Uh, uh, hi, John. Uh, what do you have to say to us? It just didn't work out. Oh, what didn't? Look, you have no idea how genuinely sorry I am that CM Punk just didn't turn out to be what you wanted him to be. Huh. Thank you, John. We appreciate that, uh, Mox. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you calling in and then uh, apologizing to us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we will continue to support you in the Blackpool Combat Club and your all your nefarious deeds. Yeah, you evil, evil men. <laughs> okay. Love you, bud. All right. Uh, we'll see you next week, everybody. All right, bye. bye. Good night and good wrestling. Yeah.